children of the night. What music they make. Welcome to the slumber party, ghoulies. It's me, your disturbing animatronic at the carnival, Puck, and my vicious vixen co-host, Hex. Hello. So how are you guys doing? Well, I'm feeling pretty good. I can't speak for them, but I feel great. That's good. Yeah, how are you? Doing pretty awesome. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about our one of our favorite types of horror movies, and that's ghosts. Yes. So we'll be talking about that. Classic and spooky. Very, very classic, very spooky. But before we get started, I kind of wanted to do a quick introduction and like a little bit of a background on us. So I'm Puck. Um, Hi, Puck. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I'm I'm non-binary. I use they, them pronouns, and I love horror movies. I've basically been watching horror since I was a kid. I used to have really bad nightmares, and then I started watching horror, and I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And I just kept going from there. This is my second podcast. I previously did a show called Cinemosity, and uh, that was with my good friend Martin. And we talked about um, pop culture and things like that. And then we talked about bad movies, genre film, things of that nature. So, you know, this is this is this is my first go around. So I'm excited to have another show to talk to talk and have fun with. What about you, Hex? Uh, well, I'm Hex, as we've talked about. Um, I use she, her pronouns. Um, I've been enjoying the general creepy aesthetic for a very long time. I can think of one time, the first memory I think I have of horror stuff, my parents kind of left me alone at a party and Nightmare on Elm Street happened to, no, I think it was New Nightmare actually. That's so funny because one of the first horror movies I remember watching is Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? Yeah. Because Freddy Krueger was definitely my first introduction to horror and it was because like my parents wandered off and like had, were talking to somebody and I was like in, in the room with the other kid at the party who was like an older teenager and they were watching some fucking Freddy Krueger movie and it was horrifying yeah because i was way too young to see it but i was also glued to the screen like i cannot (laughs) look away this is amazing yeah and from then on i've been kind of like obsessed with the genre just like i want to be scared but i don't but i do (laughs) so i I just really enjoy looking at the creepy stuff and i just really leaned into it like i kind of if you can't beat them join them yeah definitely definitely so that's kind of how i felt like well you know my dreams are terrible but you know what this doesn't seem so awful like i can handle this this is fine lean into the spider webs and the skeletons and the spooky stuff and the dudes with razor hands yeah you know whatever it's all good and then you do it so um since that happened i've i've pretty much just been on a crusade to see the best in the genre and you know the worst oh yeah i've definitely seen some of the worst terrible horror movies oh my god because it's all fun at the end of the day yeah you know some of them are some of them are fun some of them are just like why did i watch this why why yes i don't deserve this but even then it's an experience especially if you do it with other people oh yeah definitely then you just you're having a good time yeah so we got some news we have news we have lots of news Um, we have so bloody disgusting is where we tend to get most of our news because they're just awesome and they write great articles about horror Mm -hmm. and uh there was first the first thing was a cool listicle about uh some of the gems that disney doesn't want to put back in theaters (sighs) 
And um, Disney is withholding what? I know Disney doesn't doesn't actually love us. They they act like they do, but they don't. Yeah. Um, yes. Things like Alien, Jennifer's body. Which, by the way, Jennifer's Body, a gem that no one really appreciates. And I have still never seen that, and it's been on my list for so long. Oh my god, it's so much fun. It's And, like, you kind of realize that Megan Fox is actually really great and you then you want to apologize to her for all the for like the misogyny. <laughs> I'm sorry about what I said about yeah. fucking Transformers. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry for all the for the like self-misogynistic ways I was about you when, it, yeah. when Transformers came out when clearly you're awesome and you can act and you're pretty cool. So that one's really good. Um, Alien which I'm like, I didn't know like Disney owned the rights to that. I did not. Apparently, uh, 20th Century Fox is a lot of what's being affected right oh, now. Oh, that's so. right, because they did buy them. Yes. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's, let's see. Uh, which also includes some classics, like uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, for one. Oh, yeah, that's a Which good I don't know if you ever saw the original of that. Mm-hmm. It is pretty fascinating. It is. That is not the version with Keanu Reeves, which was a little weird and awkward. Wait, Keanu Reeves was in that movie? I... Uh, the original, no. No, but the, the later version. The later version, the remake. Comic. Yes, he, he played the alien, I believe. Or, what, I Correct thought, us if we're wrong. I, I thought it was Tom Cruise was in that movie. Oh my god. Okay, stand by. Okay, so it was Keanu Reeves. Okay. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Holy shit. I yep. did not know he was in that. They wanted the remake cloud, no, but know, it didn't quite land. Though Keanu Reeves can be a little alien at times. No, so there was there. Uh, the, I'm thinking of a different movie with mm. that has Tom Cruise and has aliens in it. But are you thinking of War of the Worlds? That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. It's for some reason I can. Which get was this. that was pretty good, although it did kind of traumatize me in the. Film. I heard that the kids were really like annoying. They were super annoying. Okay. See, that's the, that's. I'm glad I remembered. That, that may have been part of the trauma. Maybe. And um, it says here that Rocky Horror Picture Show is still safe because everyone knows that people would riot in the streets if they didn't yes. get their midnight showings. They would absolutely do that. So Disney made a good uh, good call there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah definitely good. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, we have a very exciting uh, meeting of the worlds for me um, because if I haven't mentioned it before, which I think I have not, doesn't come up that often, uh, I am a graphic designer by trade. And this involves the mixing of horror and typography. Oh yeah, that's because right. we're talking about how we write out *The Witch* by Robert Eggers. That that's one of my favorites, and it is so. A funny. lot of people are very confused about the typography. They really are, um, because there's an argument going on between the you know how you write it out as *The Witch*. Like *The Witch* is definitely the title. Yeah. That is absolutely what it is. There's no argument there. But apparently uh, there was a pamphlet that was anti-witchcraft that came out in the 1640s um, that had uh, apparently at the time when you were doing the typesetting, um, you didn't want to use that many different characters. So Mm. in order to save on that, they used the two V's instead of a W. Okay. Um, So in order to be period accurate... They went with that kind of typography for um, A24's custom typeface for the witch. I like that. I think that's super cool. That's really cool. I definitely dig that. And, you know, 
I, I like a little bit of history to go with my with my uh, period pieces and stuff yes. like that. And like it's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's great that they did that kind of research. And fans have apparently been fighting each other ever since on which way is the right way. Because okay. of course we all want to do it. Why do Why do fans always have to fight? I why? No. Why can't, can't we, we all just get along? Yeah. Why can't we be friends? Yeah. I just want to be nice. To I each just other. want violence in my horror. Dude. I know, right? Not <laughs> not in my fandom. But Robert Eggers just uh, weighed mm-hmm. in on that apparently. And he says that he's always written it with a W, mm-hmm. but also thinks that it's super cool if you want to be period accurate and thinks that the fans are awesome and loves that they're so passionate that they would try and do it in the period accurate way. That's cool. I dig it. I definitely dig it. So you're both right. Stop fighting. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so uh, next thing, uh, speaking of Robert Eggers, uh, oh. so apparently he made a short film of the Telltale Heart. That's a great story. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Uh, for those of you who uh, do know me, uh, Edgar Allan Poe and I share the same birthday. I did not know that, actually. So, yeah, oh my god, so... and I know you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so Edgar Allan Poe is one of my favorites, and the Telltale Heart is definitely one of the coolest stories. He made The Witch, and then apparently 10 years ago he made a Telltale Heart movie. So oh they god. might actually be releasing it at some point which will be really exciting because it's just a great story. So, you know, an adaptation of it would be nice to see. Man, uh, do we know when that's actually coming out? Like, when can we look for that? Uh, it said it should be available by the end of the year. So right. that that's be, really soon. Yeah, that'd be pretty exciting because it's November. Like, this yeah. year is almost up, guys. We're about to hit the 20s. Right. And this is ex- an exciting time for Robert Eggers because uh, The Lighthouse just came out, too. Yeah, and apparently The Lighthouse is, like, excellent. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, either. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about me it. Me, too. So I'm Plus, definitely... Willem Dafoe is just kind of creepy to be honest. Oh, yeah. So. He yeah. totally creeps me yeah. out. Good oh, job. man. He makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> And speaking of uncomfortable, (laughs) uh, there is a film coming out that I'm actually very excited about because this is something that my husband and I talk about pretty often as far as creepy things in the world, Mm -hmm. which is the Mandela effect. That is one of the weirder things that has has shown up in like society, like because you know we live in a society. Um, Anyways. So, like, I think one of my favorite Mandela Effect things was um, the fact that everyone was pretty sure that this comedian, um, what's his name, Sinbad, was in a movie called Shazam or something like that. Do you mean Kazam? I don't remember what the... <laughs> no, like, or was it Kazam? I don't... We don't know! Because, like, year <laughs> one, like, they, he, everyone's convinced he was in a movie, but I'm like, no, that didn't happen. I don't remember this movie because I remember movies. And I literally don't remember which one it was. Yeah. But supposedly he was in one of those movies. But it was a genie movie and he wasn't in it. It was, Sh- it was Shazam. Shazam. Okay, so yeah, our fact checker just told us it was definitely sh- called Shazam, but but that movie never existed. So it was definitely Shazam, but it's also not real. <laughs> yeah, because there was a genie movie called Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Ah. With the with this little white kid that like you know gets a like a boombox and it turns and right. his genie inside and he gets all these wishes and it's really and it's one of those like there can only be one situations where there's definitely only one genie movie and yeah. these do not exist. They, yeah, right? the only, there's right? no way that that both of these movies exist. It couldn't have happened. Just checking. So yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. What's do you have a favorite Mandela effect? Um. 
I can't say I have a favorite one because I, I remember a lot of these little things and sometimes I just don't agree that any of them are different. Yeah. Uh, the Berenstein Bears one that is one fucks definitely me up. something that fucks me up because like Berenstein? What, what, what is that? I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. No one remembers that. And it's really weird. So the whole movie is going to be about the Mandela effect. Yeah, I, I believe from from watching the trailer, it seems like this this dude has a, a personal tragedy that happens mm. and then falls into this like like obsession with the Mandela effect and trying to figure it out. And like there's a bunch of things that people are misremembering and he kind of like goes a little bit nuts on it mm. and horror ensues. And okay. for the rest, we'll have to just wait and see. All right. So it says it's going to release in theaters December 6th. 2019. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll so have to check it keep out. Keep an eye out on, on it. Maybe we'll do a quick review of it. Who knows? That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's the next story that we have? Um, it looks like we have that Stephen King is pretty happy with uh, Dr. Sleep by Mike Flanagan. Interesting. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of people are really weird about movie adaptations of their work. Yes. And Stephen King has never hesitated to be very vocal about them. Yeah, because I know he didn't like The Shining, right? No, no. He has been very obvious about hating The Shining, uh, specifically the Stanley Kubrick representation. I don't know if there's been others at any time. No, I don't think there has been any other, but, like, yeah, he just didn't like it at all. But apparently, Dr. Sleep was good enough that he said that it redeemed everything he didn't like about The Shining. That's interesting. So retroactively, The Shining is cool now because Dr. Sleep managed to do its job so well and connect so well to The Shining movie that Stephen King was like, okay, cool, we have a complete work that works very well and I'm happy with it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I now kind of want to check it out. I know. Me too. Yeah. We, I feel like we've been slacking. I know. We definitely have been slacking on watching movies. Oh God. What are we doing? Uh, movies <laughs> cost money. I know. Right. Like, God. <laughs> Just all this time and money that I know. people I'm, need constantly. I'm going to school full time. Like, I don't, yeah. how do I have time to do this? I don't know. We find it. Yeah. We find the time. Just sit here. Drink drinks, eat food, and chat. Call it it's a day. all good. And the last thing, which is a follow-up from the last episode, um, looks like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker spoke out about the sequel to Hocus Pocus. Oh. And was like, yeah, definitely interested in it. And um, basically, we we all said yes, and now we wait. So it looks oh, like okay. the original cast could definitely be coming back, and we just got to see what that's happens. that's still all we have. That's it. That's all we got. Oh, so what are we waiting for? I don't Who know. Who do they say yes to? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Does she speak for all of them? I would like to know. There's so many questions. I need answers. <laughs> so we're just going to have to keep watching out on this whole Disney Plus Hocus Pocus 2 thing. Yeah, because I'm interested. Cause, oh, for sure. I mean, what's another good witch movie to, to watch? I'm, I'm yeah, down. We're lacking on that list. We definitely need more good witch movies. I definitely agree. Or, like, you know. The Witch with two V movies. Yeah, either yeah. one works. That's fine by me. Absolutely. I like topography. <laughs> Speaking of typography, have you ever heard, have I ever told you about House of Leaves? I don't think so. Please House, do. So House of Leaves is a novel by Mark Danielski. I think that's how you say his name. And um, it's basically a story within a story, like a like a book within a book kind of thing, where the main character finds this book 
Okay. And the book is about a film, <laughs> and the film doesn't exist. So he kind of starts losing his mind a little bit as he's reading this book. And the, the movie is about a family that moves into a house. And at one point, they realize that the house dimensions don't make sense. Oh, wow. So, like, the outside of the house is smaller than the inside of the house. Okay. Like, and the, the really cool thing about this book is that um, the author, his sister, is a, is a singer named Poe. And she wrote an album called Haunted, which kind of ties in nicely with this today's episode, actually. Right. Um, and the album goes with the book. Oh, like, that's so fun. Yeah, so there's even a remix of one of her songs where he reads a, a part of one of the chapters of the book. So it's really cool. And uh, there's like a scene in the book where there's a 15-minute hallway. And there's a song called 15-minute Oh, that's so a song cool. called 15 Minute Hallway. It's a, it's one of my favorites. Is it's, it 15 minutes long? Yeah, so it's well no, the song is not 15 minutes long, ah, sadly. Don't. But the but the hallway takes 15 minutes to get down. Oh wow. So it's like it's and it's a videotape that got pulled around like different communities and like you know how people used to trade VHSs. Yeah. So that was one of the pieces of the story that I always enjoyed. So it's a really cool book and the typography is interesting because the word house is always blue and um, certain words are stricken out some pages have one one word some of the pages are upside down I love that so much yes and also some of the pages are just footnotes wow so it's really cool it's really interesting and it's I remember reading it while I was working at Wanadu City if you've ever heard of that place I don't you some of you from Florida may know (laughs) it and I would be flipping the book upside down. And people would look at me strangely, and I'm like, it's "No, book. you don't understand. It's, it's the book's fault. It's, it's the book's fault. It's not me. I'm not. I'm not weird. I mean, I am. But yeah. sorry <laughs> but, to tell you. Yeah. So it was. It was. It's a really cool book, and I would definitely recommend it to readers of that like horror and things like that. And oh, man, that sounds awesome. And it's funny. I have three copies of the book, and they all tend to disappear. So it's really weird. I don't know. And the thing is, is that I've chatted with other people that have the book and they've mentioned similar things happening where the book disappears. Really? So it's just, it's weird. It's very strange. And I really So if you want a haunted book, check that out. Yeah. House of Leaves. Very great book. And I also would check out Poe's album Haunted because I mean, they're great companion pieces. That's amazing. I'm sold. I'm going to check out both of those things immediately. Excellent. So, but as long as they're free. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. You can borrow the book from me. It's fine. Awesome. Friendship. Yep. All right. So the discussion for today is ghost movies. (gasps) How topical. I know. Right. I mean, everything that we're talking about is topical right after Halloween. We're kind of cheating. I know, right? (laughs) But still, ghost movies. Yeah, ghost movies are one of my favorites um, because I believe in ghosts, personally. Same. Cool. Good to know. Like, not just the only one. I believe in ghosts. You know, experiences with ghosts are very interesting. Yeah, and they're going to vary from person to person. Everyone's going to have a different story, just yeah. like a lot of these films are going to show different kinds of encounters. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of like talk about, you know, what makes a good ghost movie? And one of the things that I thought of was like atmosphere. Right. 
Yeah, that's very important because you're going to have some that are in a, a little bit more of a casual atmosphere that maybe even a little bit on the goofy side sometimes. Yeah. You're going to have some that are a very serious period piece like a woman in black. Oh, yeah. It's like so moody. Yeah, and, and like dark. Gothic. Yeah, very. Yeah. And location. Right. Because, you know, a haunted uh, Mickey D's doesn't sound that interesting to me. I I'd watch it. Watch it. I would watch yes. it. Yes. But, but you're not going to expect a lot. No, not going to yeah. expect a lot. Your haunted chicken nuggets aren't really doing it. For yeah. Us. Ooh. Ooh. Terrifying. You say this chicken has no bone. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, so um, that, that wouldn't be as interesting to me as you know, a haunted mental hospital. Right. Yeah. Look at, um, the remake of house on haunted Hill. Mm. That was a hell of a location. Yeah. Because every floor of that house had a different story. Every room has something that happened in it and the haunting adapts to what happened there. That's cool. That's definitely cool. Um, and so 90s. one of the other things that we, that I, uh, I listed was, you know, realism versus fantasy, right? You know, is it, um, uh, is it something that's completely unbelievable or is it something that's like, oh, this totally could happen in my house and I'm terrified now? That tends to make things scarier, yeah. in, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people agree with that. that yeah. If it's something that I could imagine when I'm laying awake at night trying to get to sleep while I'm remembering this movie, is it something that could happen to me and my house? Holy shit. Yeah, like those, those definitely like amp up the fear for me yeah but like yeah but as a fantasy, opposed to like slimer in your life yeah but like a fantasy thing is always fun and everything but like the realism is like oh man this this is this is nerve-wracking this yeah. is which is why serial killers do scare me because they're yeah. real horrifying <laughs> there's a bunch of scary freaking people out there there are there's a lot of them jesus christ oh god oh god we could get into a whole nother podcast and we, we might <laughs> just talking about serial killers but not right now not right now it's characters that you care about yeah I think that goes with most horror movies that if you don't care about the characters, it's not going to be interesting. That was actually um, one of the things I read. That was one of the main complaints Stephen King had about Kubrick's The Shining. Really? Yeah, it was that the characters were not, um, you couldn't care about them enough to like care you, what happened to them. Yeah, to be worried about their well-being and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I like to bring up It, uh, chapter oh, one. God, I yeah. cared about those damn kids. Yes. And it was just like, why did you make me care about them? Now, I, now I'm freaking out. <laughs> So, you made my feel, made, made me feel, feel my own feelings. Exactly, <laughs> it, it hurt. It hurt. It always does. So there's so so those are things that I thought about that make great you know ghost movies. Yeah. And so you know we have we have, we listed also different types of ghost movies. So there's the benevolent ones like Moaning Myrtle. Yes. Yeah, you see a lot of... Um, when you see a ghost, it's not necessarily going to be scary or even horror genre right off the bat. Yeah, like it, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, exactly. It could just be like, okay, you're a little bit spooky, but still, you're super cool. You're obviously just a kid who... I'm sorry that happened to you and you're a ghost now. But, yeah, but you're, but you're... But you're cool. You're cool. That's fine. Um, you got the playful ones. Yeah, you got your uh, Beetlejuice... With your songs and fun Tim, Tim Burton imagery and pinstripe suits. Yep, definitely fun. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, human. So you have 
who Dr. Malcolm Crow? Yes, um, turn your speakers off if you haven't watched The Sixth Sense yet. But Bruce Willis was dead all along. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> you know what's really funny? I went to see that movie with my mom. Really? And she and I both figured it out because we realized there was a lot of signs. The, the sign that that gave it to to us though was that he never talked to the mother. Uh, and therapists talk to parents. Yes. Because I was going through therapy at the time. So it was like, wait a minute. So it was right on your mind. Yeah, it was like something, something's yeah. up here. And we figured it out. So it was just like, that's cool. Um, but but that's a really good example of a ghost. Who, yeah. Which is probably a, a lot of times your typical haunting that a person might experience if you're talking about like a real haunting. Yeah. Is just a human spirit going about their business. Yeah. And that's what he was. And then, the, like, I also think about um, the crow. Because you know, oh, yes. that's technically a ghost movie. Of course. He yeah, comes back right. from the dead and he's he's basically just a spirit, but he has a physical form. Right. And he exacts revenge on you know from his death from his death and everything, and that's his unfinished business basically, and then he goes back to being dead. So that's the category that we uh, didn't have on the list, which is the sexy ghost. Sexy ghost. Oh yes. yeah. Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee is very, very sexy. <laughs> oh God, just, so good. Why did he have to die? Um, why? Tragedy. Just absolute an absolute tragedy. tragedy. Like, so beautiful. But, yes, I never would have thought of The the Crow as a ghost movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally consider it a ghost movie. And well said. People can fight me on it, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come here. We dare you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> if you want to go, let's go. <laughs> um, Monstrous and Humans, uh, Slimer from the Ghostbusters. Ah, uh, yes. Your ghosts that don't appear in any kind of human form. They don't resemble what they were when they died. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just, just an amalgamation of something. And, something. Yeah. It's so just a, this guy wants to eat everything and yeah. I guess is really into, like glowing radiation not i guess re- so. not really uh, sure about slimer's deal no i don't i've never known what slimer's like background was i don't know i just know that he's apparently a ghost and an ecto cooler that's all i remember do you remember that i kind of do yeah the i remember C. it being uh, primarily you. sugar yeah basically yeah yeah but i liked it so and i think it would be slimer approved yeah. as well yeah definitely yeah so what are some of your oh wait we got one more we got oh, yes, invisible. Visible haunting. Invisible hauntings. Yes, so, like what we see in paranormal activity. Where you don't see the entity at all. Right. And it's just scaring the shit out of you. Yep, you just see the havoc that it's wreaking, your doors slamming, things flying off the walls, your your typical poltergeist. Yeah, definitely. Haunting. Definitely a classic one. Yes. Alright, so favorite ghost movies. Oof. Okay. There are several to talk about for sure. Yeah, I have I have a list of a few that I that I definitely want to bring up. Um, one of the the first one that comes to mind for me, I think, is the others. The others, okay. Uh, with Nicole Kidman. Yes. And that was just a really fun one because it's a uh, it's it's a period piece and it takes you through a different of like a couple different timelines and you're dealing with a single mother more or less with her children which as you've mentioned before is terrifying 
Mm. Because oh my god, protect the kids. Yeah, I gotta gotta save the babies. And um, and that one wasn't is that the one where she we had to lock the doors? Yes, that's you right. Can't, you can't bring any of the sunlight in. Like, yeah, you had to make sure that the blinds were closed because the kids supposedly had some kind of disorder where they couldn't be touched by sunlight. Yeah, some kind of photosensitivity thing. Yeah, and there's like a whole mystery element to it, which I really appreciate. I love when a ghost movie wants to take you through what happened to the spirits within the house. Like, what's the reason that the people are being affected like this? And also, that was a pretty great location. If you're talking about uh, physical locations for a ghost movie, Mm -hmm. that house was baller. Yeah, that was definitely a good one. And, like, what happens in the end of the movie was just like, oh, snap. Right. I was not expecting that. And it's so hard to talk about some of these things without talking about that. Yeah. But, like... But you gotta you gotta see it. You yeah. have to see it. Um, so one of the first ones that came to mind for me was The Conjuring. Ah, uh, yes, that's one of the better modern horror franchises. Because I've noticed that like the modern horror movies haven't been that awesome lately. No, it, it's really hit and miss. Yeah, there's a lot that just fade away, and some of them really stick. And The Conjuring series is definitely one. Yeah, The Conjuring was really good. It actually freaked me out. And even in, like, the second one was even better than I expected it to be. Yeah. So, but the first one really got me because, you know, it was a family... And you know I, I gotta take care of the babies. Like gotta you know how I love I love the kids, so I get upset when kids are affected. And then the and hauntings always want to go for the kids. I know it always for the kids. Yeah. They just can't leave the children alone. No. And then um, the other thing about it was that it was what's that noise? Uh, that would be my dog. Oh okay. No, yes. no, he may be haunted. We're not sure. Well, could be. Yeah. And um, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> he also sneezes a lot. That may be a haunting factor. Who also knows? not sure. But so The Conjuring, you know, had to do with the family and it specifically affected the mother in a in a terrifying way. And, you know, for a lot of families, mothers are like the the support beam of the whole family. Right. So that was really scary. Um, what's another really good one? I was actually really fond of uh, the movie 100 Feet. Have you ever heard of that? No, I've actually never heard of that one. I, I feel like there's a lot of people who have never heard of that because I never see it on any list, but I felt like it was a really good haunting movie. Uh, because we have a woman here who had an abusive husband and she eventually fought back and killed him. Oh, okay. And she was caught in the murder and was put under house arrest. Okay. But unfortunately, his spirit is still in the house. No. So this lady is under house arrest, no one else around, and she's dealing with the haunting of the abusive husband that she murdered. And of course, he's out for revenge because that's what ghosts do. Oh my God. So that sounds really interesting. It is really interesting. I highly recommend watching it. Um, it's a great story. There's some really brutal action in it. So if you're into a little bit of gore, there there's some decent kills in it. Okay, so that stars um, Famke Jensen. Yes. So she was she was in um, wasn't she in the X Men movies? Yes, she was a Phoenix in the X Men movies. Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah, and she was also in a James Bond film. She She's done a few things, like, scattered around. Oh, she was on How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, I remember her now. 
excellent. She was like I the lesbian. She was on like the lesbian lover of one of the main characters. It was perfect. It was really cool. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. I will definitely check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommended. It. It's really good um, and kind of a different storyline, which I always appreciate. All right. So uh, the no- another movie I wanted to talk about was Crimson Peak. Oh, I have never seen that. Okay, so Crimson Peak is a period piece. It's kind of like a romantic, gothic kind of movie, and which is totally my aesthetic, like, completely. And um, it's about this woman who's very, you know, young and bright and awesome, very, you know, very much an ingenue kind of character, Mm -hmm. and she meets this man, and... She falls in love with him and she she goes she goes to be with him like they get married and they go back to his like ancestral home and it's like completely fucked up and um she starts seeing ghosts oh shit and the the husband lives with his sister and they and it's just it's just creepy it's really creepy it's really beautiful it's that's what seems to stand out most um, because though I've never seen the film I've seen a lot of people posting about the film and mm-hmm. the images from it are amazing they are they're really like, great the aesthetics of this movie seem to be really top notch yeah so and it has Tom Hiddleston in it also okay, known as sold. And also known as Tom Hiddleboo because that's my bae like yeah. I, I love Tom Hiddleston yes. like so it's Plus, really Loki? good Loki oh, oh my god I love Loki. So you already know that he's good at being just a little bit creepy. Yeah, he's he's really good in this movie. And um, it was directed by Guillermo del Toro, so... Oh, okay. Like, can't go wrong there. No, yeah, you can't go wrong. It's really great. And it's described as, like I said, a gothic romance horror film. So a lot of people weren't into it because it wasn't a bunch of jump scares, as I've said before, with, like, The Witch. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people will judge a horror film very harshly if it's supposed, supposedly horror, horror, but nothing is jumping out at me. Yeah, I know. I, I find that that's just kind of childish, honestly. It is. Like... It's you like can, maybe you're not made for the genre. Maybe you're not because like it, <laughs> not to gatekeep or anything. I know, like I, I yeah, I don't want to gatekeep, yeah. but like, but at the same time, it's just like horror is not just one thing. And you see a lot of people who do judge it and go, oh well, I'm not into horror because I'm not really into all the jump scares and the gore. Mm-hmm. And it so it works the other way too, where people are being kind of kept out because they think that's all it is. Yeah, and there's so much more to that. There's so much nuance, and there's so many cool, like films to check out that are not just jump scares. Right. So yeah, and it sounds like this is a really so, good yeah. example of that. I would recommend this to anybody that's not into like jump scare horror like yeah. if you wanted just a creepy like moody movie with just a lot of atmosphere then i would check this out i am in all right so what, what else do we got here um so the next one that i would mention would be another one that that people don't talk about too much uh, but i feel they should is the pact the pact yes it's a it's a more modern one it's from 2012 is that still modern yeah yeah great um but it's like it's part mystery and part ghost story so it's the these girls going back to their childhood home after their mother's funeral okay and it has a lot to do with the the backstory of of their childhood and how like mom used to treat them and everything and it is thought that there's a haunting in the home. Okay. And so you go through the rest of it kind of 
figuring out, doing investigation. They they bring a, a medium in. Okay. And just try and figure out what happened there. So you're you're learning a lot about their childhood. You're learning about the background, the way that they were affected by the things that happened to them when they were kids. Hmm. And, you know, the rest is kind of up to the movie to tell you. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, there's some really good reveals as far as um, things that you may have thought were supernatural or maybe not, and um, things that you weren't sure are more supernatural than you realized. That's really cool. So there's a little bit of a twisty turny thing happening there. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of ho- a lot of like ghost movies have mediums in them. Yes. And that's really interesting because like you know mediums are. S- so interesting and like a lot of people don't believe in them because like you know just being skeptical of ghosts and things like that you know america like has a rich history of being in love with spiritualism and and ghosts and and seances and stuff like that like there was a period of time where that was like the hot thing in in our nation was different types of mediums and stuff like that yeah and it seems like it's coming back around a little bit we're we're starting to be in vogue again a little bit yeah (laughs) i definitely see that and like people would pay good money to like Mm. talk to their to their ancestors and stuff like that yeah i mean but a lot of times they were scams of course but yeah, i mean you're gonna have that that's also coming back is, is people scamming True. you it's like venmo me Thanks. like 50 dollars and i will get you a talk an answer I'll from tell your you ancestors your grandma said. yep yeah so it's it's you know it's out there but like i find that medium work is like very interesting and like, it really is honestly i don't i would never want to be a medium <laughs> Because, like, yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with having to see everybody's family members all the damn time. No, that would be super difficult. Um, I, I've done a little bit of that kind of work, mm. but only in very trusted circles. Oh. And it, it's been, like, easy enough to turn off so far, but it is... That is very intense. Yeah. And I think that's one of the cool things about the the Conjuring series as well. Yeah. We see Lorraine uh, Warren's yeah. character. I I'm not sure how accurate it is to the like real life yeah. Lorraine Warren, but we see her working, and you can tell how hard it is. On yeah, it's really hard work. on her. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting like take on it. So let's see, what other movies do we have here? Oh. Oh, what do we have? Thirteen Ghosts. Oh yes. I love this movie. Like, nobody liked this movie when it came out to me. Like, even though it did well in theaters, like, I didn't know anybody that watched this movie and liked it as much as I did. No, and people still talk a lot of shit about it, actually, because it has that whole, like, 90s vibe, and it kind of looks like a Manson music video when you watch it. Honestly, yeah. Like, when did it come out? 2001. Yes. Oh, my God. It's back there. But it's worth it. It's and totally it still like it. holds up in its own way too, because we don't see any of, we don't see movies that look like this anymore. No, no, not and at I all. I think we should a little bit. Like we don't have to go full '90s, but we should maybe go back to a little bit of the aesthetics because yeah. they could design a freaking ghost back then. Oh yeah, that was it was really great. So um, it, in Thirteen Ghosts, a there's like these ghost hunters and they're like searching for ghosts and there's a ghost of like a serial killer that they capture like literally capture the ghost in like this cool um pod kind of thing yeah there is this whole, like, a, like, like a jail like a jail setup. cell but for ghosts and then they they you know fast forward to this family of this guy who 
whose wife recently died and he's got two kids and there's a nanny who's played by a rapper i'm pretty sure i think her name was rod digga something like that like i'm pretty sure that's a her name. like i'm pretty <laughs> sure that was her i feel like i saw her in concert at one point that like better. yeah that was it was and it was a good concert so like and there were so many good characters in that movie too like they, it was just a very well-rounded cast yeah there it was, was a lot of talent yeah it was raw digga i was right I, nice. I don't know how i remembered that but i i did remember that the mind holds on to weird stuff very weird stuff and yes i did see her in concert it was in new jersey i nice. remember so they <laughs> they get a basically you know get in some information that a rich uncle died Right. And they get this house. And they're like, bruh, this house is awesome. And... Well, yeah, because it's another one of those amazing locations. It's yeah. a huge mansion. That's made of glass. Yes. And... Not the, practical. Not practical <laughs> at all. But they they come to realize that there's something going on with this house. And the house is haunted with at least 13 ghosts. At least. At least 13 ghosts. So... <laughs> And all the ghosts are part of this, like, dark zodiac. Which is super cool also. I know. That's like, another thing that's just, like, way back when you're, like, a young goth, you, like, take a personality test. It's like, which ghost from the black zodiac are you? Exactly. <laughs> and, like, I always got the jackal. Ah, uh, yes. I always got the jackal. And I was just like, that's cool. I'm totally into I this. I know you're a badass. Yeah. And, um, they're, all the ghosts had, had died in violent different ways. And it was really cool because, especially if you got the DVD, because the DVD had the backgrounds of all the ghosts. And they're all super rich and, like, interesting to read through. Like, this is just, the background on this movie is amazing. Yeah, it was really cool and a lot of fun. Um, so, out of the 13 ghosts, what, what, which one was your favorite? Okay. Uh, do you want to go one, two, three, same time? All right. right okay. Right. One, one, two, two three. three. Angry, Angry princess. princess. Nice. <gasps> same. Nice. <laughs> the whole goth, like, vision is just so there. Like, she was feminine, but she was creepy, and she was badass. And she was, There's like, blood sl- everywhere. slash all up. And, and, like, she had one big slash, like, on her boob and everything. And I was, yes. like, I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Highly sexualized. Kind of terrible, but but still, though the imagery was amazing. So good, like it was so awesome. And honestly, like all of these designs were awesome. Yeah. What was so? What was your second favorite one? Um, I gotta go the jackal. That is definitely mine as well. Yeah, that is definitely it because the jackal was just like absolutely it was just like feral, monstrous. Like yeah, it was yeah. totally creepy. And like he, had, he was wearing a straight jacket, I think, in yeah. the movie, and like, but still would kill the shit out of you. Yeah, which I think the straight jacket's supposed to explicitly prevent. I know, right? Yeah. So the, that's did, how did, badass did was. Yeah, he did a good job. Um, then so they, they there was a lot of this, like I said, there's 13 ghosts. Yeah. They had they had um, they had let's see they had the the juggernaut, mm-hmm. which was one of my favorites. Yes. Uh, which one was one of your other favorites? Um, I'm gonna go the uh, what was she called? Uh, the Bound Woman. The Bound Woman wasn't she? Um... Yeah, she was like a popular girl. Oh, that's uh, right. But she kind of like toyed around with guys' feelings, and during her prom night, uh, she was killed by a guy that like she jilted. 
He was a quarterback, and uh, he caught her cheating with another guy. Oh yeah, I remember. And yeah. there was like, I remember in the the DVD, it was like, oh, she broke my heart, so I broke her neck. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit. And then they show her like, like the way she appears in the house because all, all the ghosts kind of appear in the way that they were. It it displays their death basically yeah. in a really like dramatic theatrical kind of way. So she's in her prom dress and she's like bound up and it's yeah. just it's very startling to see. Yeah, very creepy. And again, very she still good. manages to kill the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. Time. Still very good. It was good. It was that was movie. a good movie. Like yeah. it was so much fun. And it had so many interesting people in it that you know didn't expect. Like Shannon Elizabeth was in it. Like what? Right. Yeah. Like what the hell is she doing in that movie? nailing it Matthew Lillard also in the movie which I always forget because I will always forever think of him as Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo movie weird yeah that's so odd I know excuse me all right so um another movie I put on here because well I'm a jerk and that's that's how I think what you are yeah totally I Um, did not know that Muppet Christmas Carol okay technically a ghost movie technically a ghost movie there are many ghosts in that movie um muppet christmas carol is one of my favorite muppet movies probably behind um muppet treasure island okay so this one has the ghost of the marley's Mm -hmm. which they changed it to you know to two people instead of one person um so it's it's the two Aster and Waldorf, I think, are the two old guys that like heckle everybody. Uh, yeah, I think that's their name. Yeah, yeah, and so it's those two guys playing the Marleys, and then they have the ghost, you know, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of uh, the Christmas future. Yeah, and they, you know, it, you know, if you know the story of Christmas Carol, he, it takes him takes Scrooge through all those periods of time right. and makes him change his ways. And it's a really good movie, and it's also a musical, so I um, love it. That's a win too. So it's. One and of I've my never favorites. seen this film. Uh, but how do they depict the ghosts? Do they make them like extra scary looking so, in any way? The, for me as a kid, the Marleys scared me because they had chains. Mm-hmm. And they had a whole song about, about the chains. Nice. And um, it, it totally freaked me out as a kid. Because I was like, oh no, I don't want to die as a bad person <laughs> and have chains all over me. Oh, no. And then the ghost of, um, was it Christmas present? I think it was the ghost of Christmas present. Was like a big... Um, Father Christmas looking guy. Okay. So that one was, he was a huge Muppet. Like it was absolutely massive. Terrifying. And the ghost of Christmas present was, was very, very ghost-like, but also a little angelic almost. Sounds beautiful. But I can't remember what the ghost of Christmas past looked like for the life of me. But it was still like a very memorable movie. And I just... I just loved it. Like, and all the Muppets show up there, like, just like all the the ones that you're used to seeing. Hmm. Um, and I feel like a slacker again, because I've never seen them. Yeah, it's it's really good. I, it, I, it sounds like a fun time, and especially that we're coming around. The, yeah, the Christmas time is coming. Yeah, Yuletide season. Yeah, so honestly, we might have to just watch it, just so you can get, so. get in there. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. And like I said, the chains freaked me out. And something else that we're going to want to talk about um, that we're not going to yet, but I'm sure we'll be doing some kind of Christmas season episode here. I think that's a good idea. I think so. 
but I hear that there's a uh, horror version of this story coming around. Now, I'm interested in that. I am also interested in that because it has a lot of potential to be very creepy. Yeah. It's I'm, already a little creepy. It even is. In the Muppet version. Yeah, so even it, in the Muppet version, yeah. it's a little creepy because it's, it's like you literally, you're sleeping in your bed and suddenly a ghost. Yes. Like what? And that's how a lot of ghost things happen. Just you're sleeping. And I know, because ghost. you're sleeping is when you're at your most vulnerable. Right. You know, sleeping in the bath, like, you know. <sighs> yeah. Those are, those are some of the Sorry, most vulnerable. Sorry, angry princess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, I know, right? They went, her, <laughs> in the they, bath. Went, they went into her bathroom and used the bathroom and it was like, get out of my bathroom. I remember that this so vividly. This is where I died and this is where I'm going to be creepy. <laughs> that was so, so, so good. So good. It was so good. And um, the last movie that I put on here that I wanted to talk about was The Frighteners. Yes, another one I actually have not seen and you are bringing to my attention for the first time. Okay, so The Frighteners is horror comedy. Okay. 1996. um, And this is by Peter Jackson. Interesting. Yeah, and um, stars Michael J. Fox. Like, what? Michael J. Fox? Haven't seen him in a long time. It's definitely 1996. Yeah, and um, it has... Jake Busey in it. Okay, he's terrifying. To no, be in Jake it. Busey scares the shit out of me. He is very scary just to look at. Yeah, he is. When he's not trying. And he because he looks like his dad. Yeah. But then he also looks a little scarier. It's really weird. Yeah, it's really uncanny. So it's about um, this guy named Frank Bannister, who's played by Michael J. Fox, and he is he has psychic abilities that so he can see and communicate with ghosts. Right. So he basically ends up. Like it's like he's kind of like down on his luck, and it was after his. And I think his wife died. Um, he oh. basically uses his powers to scam people because he has like a couple of ghosts that he like literally has haunt people's houses. Uh, okay, so that, so I like, get that. We would all do that. So that he goes to their house and he goes, "Oh, let me get rid of these ghosts for right. you." Hey guys, get out of here. Yeah, like let me get these ghosts done out for you, and then like, okay, pay me this absorbent amount of money. And, uh, or like basically in the case of the first, in the, when he show, first shows what he does, mm-hmm. he, he got into a car accident. And so he's like, instead of me having to pay money for the car accident, how about you just, I just get rid of these ghosts for you. Right. So it was really cool. And, um, it has, like I said, Jake Busey's in it and he plays a character that's totally creepy and <laughs> shocking. There's just tons of ghosts in this oh, movie, man. but it's really funny. It's really good. And it's, um, it was like the last uh, movie that, that Michael J. Fox did for a long time. And until he did, you know, Spin City, and then he kind of retired due to the Parkinson's disease. That is so fun, though, that a, a horror comedy was one of the last things that, like, he worked on as a... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cat. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of random animals around here. Yeah, I know. There's things like, are happening. I know. It's kind, of, it's kind of like having a haunting going. But it's, oh, my but, God. But it's, but it's cats. But are there any cats? <laughs> there haven't been cats here for 40 years. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite ghost stories is where it's like, oh, I helped I helped this girl get off of your, um, get to your house. Right. Is she okay? Caroline. And Caroline's oh. been dead for 15 oh years. And it's like, I love that ghost story. It's so good. It, it shows up all the time. <laughs> I know. It happens so it's much. It's good every time. And it's a running joke in our home. Really? Yeah. That's any, nice. Anytime, like, 
my husband is like, oh, I saw somebody walking through the neighborhood today. There was a girl with like a pink shirt. And I'm like, there hasn't been a girl here for 40 years. <laughs> and it's funny it. to us because we're it's, lame. Yeah, no, no, but it's good. It's good. It's... I love making jokes about stuff like that. And, and it's the way ghosts come into our everyday lives. Yeah. Besides the normal hauntings so that we get. Have you ever have you ever had a haunting before? Yes. I I mean we've I, I'm sure you have too, but we've had all sorts of experiences. It, it's a little extra, I think, being pagan and being open to it and yeah. regularly working with, with spiritual things, you're going to invite some stuff. Yeah. So things that are just passing through, I think, talk to us more often than they would talk to possibly the everyday person. Yeah, the mundane people, yes. you know, as we like Muggles. to call Muggles. Muggles, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had an experience with a ghost when I was a kid. They say you're more prone to that, too. Because, I believe that. Yeah. And it your was... Your perception is Yeah, your, the ghost would come into my bedroom and lay down. And there would be like an impression on my bed, and I'd be like, "What the oh my fuck?" God. And the ghost also liked to hang out in the kitchen, and he would make the oven hotter than normal. Whoa! So we put stuff in the oven, and it would burn within two minutes, and would be like, "What the hell?" It was on a low setting. What the hell happened? And he had a crush on my friend. Oh. So like, whenever she would talk about whatever boy she was in love with, he would act up. Wow. It was really weird and like it was just that was our ghost. I don't we we never named him because we just felt like it was a bad idea to give him a name. Yeah. So we were just like this is this is our <laughs> this, ghost. This is the ghost that lives here. Yeah, we like I knew it was a guy, but like that's all I knew about him that he was a guy and it was like this is our ghost, whatever. Like I don't just, I don't know, whatever. And then the other ghost story that I like to tell people is one day me and my cousins were all bored during the summer and we were at my grandma's house. So we decided to play with the Ouija board. Which yes, is, as children, as children do. do. Yes, yeah, so we play with the let Ouija board. Let me contact the dead. Yes, let me contact the dead. So while we're doing that, someone starts asking questions about me. And, the, and they kept answering the questions correctly about me. And I was like, this is creepy. I didn't get it yet. And I thought, you know, my cousins were doing it. So I was just like, whatever. And that night, I, I woke up in from my sleep. And I looked out the window because we were all crammed in this one bed because there's tons of us. I have a big family. So we're crammed in the bed and I look out the window because I can't sleep and I see a guy in a brown bowler hat and he looks up at me and then he disappears. And I'm like, what the fuck? So in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, grandma, I had a dream. I'm like, I thought it was a dream. I saw a guy in a brown bowler hat and he looked up at me. And she's like, what, what was he wearing? And I told her what, she, what he was wearing. And she goes, you shouldn't know that. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> so turns out it was one of my like great uncles or something like that. And he used to go for walks in a brown bowler hat and like a suit wow. every Sunday. And I had never seen a picture of him because all the pictures of him had burned in a house oh my that God. I had never been to. Are you from a movie? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, you know, ghost stories are kind of near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Because of these things that happened to me as a kid. So I, I love ghost stories. Oh man. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. That was, so that was, those, those are my ghost stories. Like, you know, pretty simple, but like most as an adult, 
most stuff hasn't hasn't really happened to me. I've had weird feelings. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's the majority of where mine are. It's feelings and maybe something closer to like your nature spirits mm. or just something passing through. I'm not totally sure if it's human or not. Yeah. It, it's just like spiritual experiences. Interesting. But I I think more often I've heard other people talk about like actual ghost encounters mm. than I've actually experienced them. Okay. Like my mom actually had an experience at um, a friend of hers had a garden that was kind of just a portal that was just shit was walking through constantly and it was like I went there as a kid and it was just really just a weird feeling but my mom has always been really sensitive also Mm -hmm. and she had an experience going into the bathroom in this place and she had like a dude follow her into the bathroom and there was no dude like this was a totally like ghosty experience there was obviously no one there but she saw this man follow her and she tried to go no and hold the door shut and like you can't follow me and he held it open and she said that she felt the resistance and saw the hand and like this guy is going no like i'm gonna watch you (laughs) that's so creepy and it was so creepy and i was like yeah okay i don't need to ever go there (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm good. Thank you for not telling me about that when I was a child. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, I think that's it for tonight. Yeah, I I think that's good. I hope we've creeped everyone out enough. Yeah, and I hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble on about ghost stories, and maybe you'll check out some of these movies that we mentioned. Yes, hopefully so. Also, check out our Facebook page. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit on there. Uh, check out some of the um, links that we're going to be putting up, and maybe you'll be able to comment on some of the stuff and tell us how you liked some of these movies we talked about. That would be great. We would really appreciate that and thanks for listening and we hope you have an awesome day, awesome night, awesome weekend. Yes, enjoy yourselves. We'll talk to you again soon. Stay spooky, my friends. Yes. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye.